We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Report with Brad Biggs. Big time. Big Z. His name is Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs talks football with you. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6 7 of the score. Brad Biggs is the football man of the Chicago Tribune, a longtime contributor to the station and a valued friend. And he joins us now on the score hotline, powered by by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Big Z. Morning, Brad. Morning, boys. What's going on? Well, we heard from the Bears, and we learned uh, that Luke Getze and his staff basically are the fall guys for uh, the um, failure to have a winning season. And uh, the Bears are moving forward, and we already know one candidate for the job. Um, where, where, what was your takeaway? You've been to so many of those postseason press conferences. That's one of the longest I've seen. Um, what's your takeaway with getting the, the, uh, the position correct, the offensive coordinator position? They've been through, a, you know, a team of, uh, of coordinators, and then you look at uh, – you look at where they're at with the quarterback and the the limited amount of information we got on that. What was your takeaway from yesterday? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Credit to the Bears for taking a ton of questions. Like, that was combined. That thing went about 90 minutes. And um, I thought that uh, the coach and the GM were as candid as they could be on most of those topics and, and Kevin Warren was uh, happy to engage in, in just about uh, everything. And, you know, here they are, they're, they're a little bit better. The, the bar was set at a crazy low level when you stripped down the roster a year ago. Uh, but I think Ryan Pulse highlighted the stuff we've talked about that the case for keeping the coach, if, 
if you're going to go that route, was going to be framed on improvements of young players on the roster, uh, seeing uh, individuals, position units, uh, et cetera, get better. And and they were able to do that. And I, and I don't think that um, that's a mirage when you when you talk about what they did during the second half of the season. I mean, you can see it. Um, now they've got to be able to build off of that, and they're going to be making uh, significant changes on offense when you talk about bringing in a new coordinator and uh, a good handful of position coaches. But uh, number one takeaway maybe that it was the call of the general manager to keep the head coach, and I think that's probably the right thing to do. If you don't trust your general manager to have ultimate authority on your football decisions, you probably need to get a new general manager. Uh, So they trusted Ryan Poles. He made the call, and we'll see where it heads from here. That's a good observation, Brad. I agree with that. Ryan Poles definitely wanted to keep Matt Eberflus, and I don't know if Kevin Warren agreed wholeheartedly. Maybe that's why it took so long to get to the microphones, but it is what it is, as they say, and Matt Eberflus is back. What does it mean for Justin Fields? What did you hear? Because I think that you could look at both sides of that argument and the Fields supporters heard, well, you know what? This means he's he could come back and stay. While other people heard, well, you know what? They're moving on. What did you hear? Well, certainly if you wanted if you if you framed your you know point of reference on what will happen or what should happen, they gave Whatever way you 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 are leaning, they they gave you ammunition yesterday. The keep fields crowd uh, certainly got some oxygen because they said some positive things about Justin Fields. I don't I don't think anything's changed. Um, I think they're likely to use a high first round pick on a quarterback. Justin hasn't done enough over three seasons in a body of work particularly in the last two since Ryan Poles arrived for you to look at it and say, yeah, this is definitely our guy moving forward here. I would think it would be somewhat of a challenging um, job to attract people to if you said, hey, yeah, it's going to be fields. This is what we're going to do. Um, then if you said, hey, you know, we may have fields. We're open to using a high pick. I just – I don't think there's very much chance at all that they get out of round one without a quarterback, uh, which which could make the would be one of the appealing things to the job. You're a young guy, um, you know, you chance to develop a guy whether he's playing year one or not. That's that's not the call of a young offensive coordinator. You just want to help develop the guy and maybe use that as a springboard. But you know, I mean, the numbers are what they are. The Bears and Fields in way too many key passing metrics or bottom third uh, of the league QBR, which is um, certainly benefits players or quarterbacks that can be effective running the football uh, has them 23rd this season behind Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, uh, Derek Carr, Gardner, Gardner Minshew's, uh, significantly ahead of him. So, you know, and we you can do whatever you want with the stats, but um, I don't think anything's shifting with the quarterback situation. 
But Brad, I, I thought the best question of the of the entire thing was yours when you asked about um, Matt Eberflus seemingly now uh, on a a win and you're in kind of lose and you're out type thing when you have a coach entering the third year of his contract uh, and you believe that there's a chance if he doesn't win he's not going to be returning. Is it wise to then draft a new quarterback for that coach and then you kind of get out of sync, et cetera? I thought that was a gutsy question to ask while the coach is sitting there, but I think it's a legitimate inquiry. Were you satisfied with the answer? Yeah, I thought Poles was pretty good yesterday. You know, and Poles basically, he's pretty he's pretty honest, I think, when you get in these settings, and he said – that, uh, you know, he's not concerned about the history of things, uh, which, you know, Poles hasn't drafted a quarterback with the Bears. Poles hasn't, uh, you know, been involved in some of those things. And, and I get that uh, I get that there's real concern that the Bears don't have the thing synced up when you talk about all the levels going down to the quarterback, that it's, you know, Justin with new hires, and now maybe you draft another quarterback, and if it doesn't work out, you've got the new quarterback uh, with new coaches. They haven't drafted enough quarterbacks, period. Like, like the biggest problem the Bears have had, and I'm talking over a long, long stretch of time, is they haven't gotten in the cycle often enough for a new quarterback. That's kind of perpetuated the organization's problems. Mitch in 2017 was the first guy in a very long time that they drafted with a super high pick. And since they've taken Justin, so it's this, I get the concern and and why people talk about it, that you you want to get out of this cycle, but let's not pretend like they've been in that cycle for um, five different highly drafted uh, quarterbacks. And the reality of the situation here, guys, is that the way to get out of the cycle period is to pick the right quarterback. You know, like that, this offensive coordinator hire is going to be key. Okay. They, They need to get it right. But ultimately the biggest decision is a quarterback. If you want to fix that, the problem for good you want to have a solution for a decade, you got to get the right quarterback. So if they're feeling with conviction that Caleb Williams is the right quarterback at the end of their pre-draft vetting process, and they take him, and I guess what I'm trying to – and you wrote this in, in the Tribune today, Brad. If that quarterback is Caleb Williams is good enough, he makes a lot of these other issues that we're de- de- debating and discussing and analyzing kind of moot points because – he will be good enough to overcome whatever incompatibility there is with the contracts of the head coach and the offensive coordinator and the syncing up, if you, if you will. You're saying that if he's good enough, if he's the right guy, none of the rest of the stuff will matter. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the teams that get the quarterback right, that, uh, that helps solve all sorts of uh, other issues and problems uh, that that you may have, and it's a challenge. And and 
is Caleb Williams that guy? I don't know. You know, I I thought uh, it was interesting where Ryan Pulse talked about, you know, the number one thing for them in this evaluation process, and he didn't commit to taking one yesterday, but the number one thing uh, for them is, is getting to know all of these prospects. What makes them tick? Get Getting as close as they can to them to have an understanding for who they are, uh, what they're about, and how they go about their business. Uh, Brad, they're already bringing in one offensive coordinator to interview, and that's uh, Shane Waldron. They've named the parking structure uh, on the south end zone after him, for God's sake. It seems. Well, they've been, I, think, I think the deal there is they've been – he's been getting some money for use of that name for quite a while. And so now they figure like maybe he can help them uh, actually earn a little bit of that paycheck. The Waldron deck is one of the parking structures at Soldier Field. Uh, And that is a very funny coincidence, but there's a guy that has been uh, calling plays in Seattle for a few years. Uh, You know, there's a lot of people who believe that he brought out the most or the best in uh, Geno Smith and that uh, that he would bring, you know, a certain amount of uh, Sean McVay flair. I believe he f- – what was it? what did we decide? He fetched coffee for him at some point or he, sne- he was sneezed upon. Um, any idea how quickly they'll move on this thing and do they have a list of guys? Well – you know, the, the Waldron thing's interesting because I think you'd be getting a guy with some pretty similar principles to what they've been doing under Luke Getze. When you, when you talk about um, a coach who worked under Sean McVay and then a guy like Getze who has worked under uh, LaFleur and McCarthy, I, I don't right. think you're talking about a dramatic uh, departure from what they're doing. So that that from that standpoint, I think it's pretty easy for some of the players. You're going to have some new terminology and stuff, but a lot of the stuff you're going to be doing is probably going to be very similar. Uh, I would think they'll be uh, methodical here. Like this is important for Eberflus uh, to to get this right, and and it's I think you're going to see him and Ryan Poles sort of working hand in hand in 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 this endeavor, you know, Poles was working to fill out his staff while Eberflus was working on his when they got together originally uh, back in 2022. So uh, they they can now kind of go off on this adventure uh, together. So I I think they're going to be relatively methodical. I I would think you, you want to talk to a bunch of different people but you don't want to go crazy like you see some of these jab searches where the you know 11th candidate and stuff and it at some point i you know that tells me you're you're probably not uh vetting the the people and getting an understanding for what you are even knowing what you want to do going into it if you're going to talk to that many different candidates but i wrote this earlier this week guys They've got to jump on a lot of other teams that are going to be in the coordinator market. Every team that's working to replace a head coach, they got to go through that process first before they get uh, their coordinator situation figured out. The teams that are going to lose hot coordinators, think of uh, Ben Johnson in Detroit, right? The Lions and Dan Campbell will need a new offensive coordinator. 
the Bears have got a head start there. So you, you get out in this process, you talk to guys, and then I, to take advantage of that head start, they're going to have to narrow it down and then zero in on a guy or two. And, and these are candidates that could have multiple opportunities, right? So I think then the Bears probably say, hey, you know what, we got a job for you if you want it, but we're going to need to know. Um, and, and you try to get that thing finalized again before these other teams are hiring coordinators. 16 new offensive coordinators in the National Football League wow. in the 2023 season. Half the league. So it's uh, <laughs> there's not a, a sufficient coordinator development program to sustain that kind of turnover all the time. So hopefully the Bears can do well get out ahead of the pack and make the right hire. Do we know who Shane Waldron's agent is? Could that I don't role? have that for you. Okay, just wondered. Brad, what were you getting at with the C.J. Stroud question? What were you trying to get Ryan Poles to address or acknowledge? Because I thought it was an interesting answer. He didn't fully address it. Then he backtracked later and did. But what was your goal there? Well, I just think, you know, you look at the opportunity that they had a year ago with the number one pick, you look at the quarterback class, you take a look at what Ryan Pulse said about the quarterback class and about, um, you know, the situation. And he said he'd have to be blown away. And, and I get that. And I, you know, that isn't a gotcha question for him. It's just like, hey, was did Stroud do something that maybe you didn't expect this season? He's thrown for, what, 4,100 yards? I mean, he's going to be the runaway uh, winner of rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year honors for the Texans. And he's completely transformed that football team. That was a terrible roster at the end of the Lovey Smith era. Um, and uh, he's since 10 and seven, right? They're uh, hosting a wild card game this weekend as the winner of the AFC South and uh, did it with a roster that still needs a lot of work. So I think Stroud was, very, very impressive this season. And I thought, you know, you could disagree with what Paul said, but some of the stuff he said definitely made sense. And he uh, he likes where the roster is right now with what he got in the trade from the Panthers when you talk about having DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, three starters there, the number one pick coming from the Panthers, and then – we talked about it the other day, a second-round pick coming from Carolina a year from now. So the roster's in better position to help a new quarterback along if indeed the Bears go that direction. Brad, can you explain to us what Ryan Poles meant when he talked about the the human being, when he when he was talking about getting to know the quarterbacks? And, you know, he's going to take, he says, up to – up to the draft itself to figure out whether he's drafting one or, or he's willing to trade it. But if you want to trade it, come, come a call in. Uh, was that a direct reference to Caleb Williams and fears about his personality? When, when you talk about getting to know the human being, um, I, I just found that interesting. You, you know, can you put that through the translator? Yeah, I can, I can understand why you would, uh, wonder if that was the case but it's got to be all of them it has got to be all of them I mean you've got to figure out Drake May you've got to figure out Jaden Daniels you've got to figure out 
Um, Michael Penix Jr. You got to look at Bo Nix. There's if is JJ McCarthy coming out. I mean, you've you've got to be able to without notes in front of you talk at length about all of these prospects and the X's and O's stuff. I mean, they ought to be well along in that process. You know what they like about the guys. Uh, what they would want to improve, where some deficiencies may be. But in terms of getting to know them, I mean, they've, they've been doing background work on them, right? They, but this, that process is just getting going. And at that quarterback position, you've got, to, you've got to get that part of the equation right, just like you get the football part of it right, or it's going to be really difficult for it to work for your organization. Great stuff, Brad. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Thank you, buddy. Have a great day, guys. That is our guy, Brad Biggs. He's the football man of the Chicago Tribune. We're going to get to your phone calls. 312-644-6767. When we come back, I want to ask you a question about the Bears game in London that just came to mind. Yeah, uh, apparently it is definitely a Bears home game being played in London. I have another question. Okay. I'm just saying that that has been released now that this will count as a home game for the Bears. So, if you were planning on going to it, you're going to have to go to it in London. It's Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I didn't want to win seven games this year. I don't want to be at this press conference today when there seems practicing around the NFL and playing in playoff games. That bothers me to my soul. Uh, I haven't been able to sleep the last couple nights. And so I look forward and to make sure that we have constant reminders 
that we are building an organization here that will be highly successful on the field. Our goal is to win the division every year, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, to represent the NFC, not only in the Super Bowl, but to win a Super Bowl. That's where we are. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. That's Kevin Warren. It's not where they are. It's where they hope to get to. They're the they're the 10-loss team right now. Yeah, that and, they, they want to be in the Super Bowl. And he didn't sleep the last couple nights because they could have been, you know, maybe a, uh, a team that, uh, I don't know, that beat its uh, rival that felt like it was making a move in Eight the division. Maybe that's a different feeling well, than a 10-loss than Sunday game. left you with a very empty feeling as a Bears fan. Yes. And certainly as a Bears employee. And uh, uh, that is understandable. But, yeah, they are uh, not where they want to be mm-hmm. and head places. And one of the places they're headed next year is London. I wanted to ask you if I should read anything into the Bears Instagram account announcing today's big news about the Bears playing in London, a home game. Being in uh, in London across the pond, if you will, and it's a poster sized announcement with Justin Fields front and center. His face is selling this game. So people are going to go to see Justin Fields in London, is what you're telling me. That's exactly what the Bears are selling in terms of that game. Come see us in London. You're going to see this guy at quarterback. I don't know if there's anything to read into that, but on a day where we're trying to interpret all signs and signals, I, that's impossible to ignore. The guy running the Instagram account knows more than the GM and the head coach and the <laughs> president. is running the Instagram account for the Chicago Bears has just revealed what they were trying to protect yesterday. Wow, you see. Now, I'm just asking. Is now that you're, a, now you're getting it, that guy in trouble? It, it, don't you think? No, I don't think. I okay. mean, there's everybody. You know how many followers they have on Instagram? The Bears have a ton of followers on Instagram that are probably wondering the same thing. They have uh, the Bear, Chicago Bears, 1.6 million followers on Instagram. There are 1.6 million people who are looking at that and thinking, wait a second. <laughs> I thought there was going to be another guy quarterback in this oh, team. That's so Am awesome. I going to buy my plane ticket or not? They're trading that pick. <laughs> 312-644-6767. That is awesome. Let's try Coach V. He's on the road. Hello, Coach. Hey, Coach. Uh-oh. Hey, Coach V. What the hell's going on? We're having a hard time connecting with Coach V. Call headset. back. We'll get you right on. Get us back on the headset. Mike is on the Odyssey app. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. You know, when I watched that press conference yesterday with Poles and Eberfus, it was like you believe us or you're lying ass. Okay? I'm not, uh, I have absolutely no faith in Brian Poles at all. I don't know what the whole King Poles and the hype for Poles is. He looks like a young guy in his first job trying to fill his way around. I mean, uh, you know, I love when Biggs asking that C.J. Stroud question. If that was, I, lo- I love to watch his face. Until you, until you can prove to me that you can evaluate a quarterback and draft a quarterback, I don't care about your so-called Hall. Your so-called Hall got a seven and ten in last place in the NFC North. I would rather have C.J. Stroud over everybody you bought in last year. I don't care about a Wright, a D.J. Moore, a Stevenson. You give me C.J. Stroud over every last one of those guys. Okay. 
I, I don't. And, and Kevin Warren, listen, man. Kevin Warren is a typical Chicago alderman. Okay, I don't give. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't, I don't care what any any anything Kevin Warren said. Kevin, I was born at night. I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago, my friend. I know when I'm being smoke blowing up my rear ends. Okay, it hurts your soul. You could hardly sleep. Now, who do you think you bullcrapping, Kevin? Come on, man. You just a you just a you just a, a politician, man. I don't want to hear that. It'll be 2034, guys, and a stadium still won't be built. Okay, and where are you going to build a stadium at downtown Chicago, Kevin? Well, you'd prob- thank you, Mike. You'd probably have to get Great rid of the call. get rid of the Waldron deck. Well, you can't do that if you hire Shane Waldron. Yeah, that was I my mean, point. No, yeah, how I, would it's you do a that? Very good phone call. It's a very a lot of passion. Yeah, a lot, a lot passion. of insight. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of truth to what he's asking and saying, and that's why I think it is a good debate, Molly. I understand and appreciate. Look, DJ Moore is a Pro Bowl wide receiver. He's a great player. Darnell Wright is a eight to ten year starter. You got Tyreek Stevenson, who's a star in the making. I get what you got. You're still seven and ten, and you may feel that good, but you would almost trade it all. For a franchise quarterback that you have never seen in this city. One of the things that I actually chuckled at in the course of it was when he said that one of the strengths of the head coach is that he plays young players, that a lot of people won't play young players in the NFL. They led the league in in, uh, cap uh, issues last year. They had more used up money for players not on the team than anywhere else in 2022. Of course he played young players. All he had were young players. And some of them benefited from that and played well this year. And that was by design. But, exactly. But let's not pretend like, oh, the co- he just wants young players. He wants to teach young players. That that was, the, that was gutting the team and that, getting rid of every contract. That's when – you have to know what lane you're in. There you go. And what lane to stay in. And when you have comments like that, it sounds like it, it, they're not really – football guys aren't looking at that. Like, oh, yeah, great point. They're like, they had to play them. You tanked so you could fill your roster with rookies. You have to line up players. What's the alternative? So, yeah, they did such a great job with them drafted free agents. That's all they had. And that was by design. And yeah, so you whatever. cannot again, there it's, it is. You get the you Bears get are no taking credit, credit yes. for something they created. Adversity it. they created. Absolutely. That's why I chuckled. And I, chuckled I thought too. I just thought to myself, like Yeah. Okay. Great great call though, Mike. Yeah, that's a great call. Brian is in Bloomington. Hey Brian. Hey guys. Um do you think that it's beneficial for the Bears to retain fields and also draft another quarterback in the first round? You develop them similar to what Green Bay has done with Love. So you either draft with the first pick or you trade down to the second pick and acquire more draft assets. You can select May or Williams. And, you know, depending on who falls to you at number two, you take them. Is Williams that much better than May? Um, I, I know there's a couple questions there, but I'll hang up and listen. Brian, my opinion is that if you take a quarterback number one overall, he is your guy. And having Justin Fields as the incumbent that remains here would create too big of a distraction. You have to understand the realities. But the first round involves 32 picks. If you moved back and you kept Justin Fields and you picked one at the end of the first round, 
to theoretically develop. I do think you're creating a, chaos, a bit of chaos, but it is more plausible than picking a first overall uh, quarterback and expecting him to sit or compete with Justin Fields. Green Bay and what they did does not apply to the Chicago Bears because there is no way the guy sitting behind Justin Fields is going to be able to learn how to play like Justin Fields. It's just not going to happen. You know, you'd have to draft someone that had a remarkable skill set to be able to try to play like Justin Fields. And I think all the stuff that you talk about, generational quarterback, yeah, if you got a Hall of Famer in front of you, that, that you probably learn a lot. If you got like a really competent quarterback, you learn a lot. You know, they're talking about all the different styles of quarterbacking and how, how you, you – It's just how, What are you going to learn? Yeah, I don't Green know. Green Bay that, is yeah. not a good comp because right. Aaron Rodgers could sit for three years because he had a Hall of Famer in front of him. Jordan Love, same deal. And whoever comes in and takes this job as the offensive coordinator, you're going you're gonna to work with the starter. You're not also in the development market. You know, we're going to spend all our time putting together plays that they're going to try – that will that will try to combat the way teams attack us with this guy Corvick. Oh, by the way, let's uh, let's throw the ball for an extra twenty minutes, and I'll meet you tomorrow I, morning. To, no, come on now. You know, practice time being reduced is as also contributes to why you don't see number backup quarterbacks, number two guys developing at the rate maybe they used to because it's just not it's not feasible when you don't get much practice time to develop. Let's try Phil. He's in Lombard. Hi, Phil. Guys, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, thanks um, for making Listen, uh, there are decisions to be made with the coaching staff. They are important, but let's not kid ourselves. The single most important decision is the quarterback decision. There is a reason the quarterback makes more money than the entire coaching staff combined. Um, other than maybe the head coach, that the coaching staff, they're going to come and go over the year or <clears throat> over the years, either because they're successful and moving on to better positions or not successful and need to be replaced. Just a couple examples. Bill Belichick was a sub 500 coach, not a very good one before Tom Brady came on the scene. Then he became the greatest coach of all times until guess what? He no longer had Tom Brady. He then became a sub 500 coach and not a very good one. Uh, Andy Reid was a good coach for several years. He then became a great coach. Once Patrick Mahomes came on the scene, uh, Luke Getty was a very good offensive coach with Aaron Rodgers. And guess what? All of a sudden he got to the Bears and he was not a very good offensive coach with Justin Fields. The quarterback is the most important decision that needs I, to be made and gotten right moving forward. God bless you. I, I wouldn't argue with that, Phil. I would only say on the day that Bill Belichick is leaving his job, that what he achieved with in partnership with Tom, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, that he wasn't a big part of it, but are we ever going to see anyone uh, go to nine Super Bowls no. and win six of them? Never again. And in an era where it's designed for parity and you're not supposed to be able to do what that guy did. That, that, that New England run, if you can't appreciate that, then you don't like sports. Unmatched dominance, unparalleled success. There's no doubt about it. Bill Belichick did something that nobody else will ever do as an NFL head coach. I did find it very interesting. Julian Edelman, I think, was on some podcast somewhere, mm. and he put it this way in terms of the Brady-Belichick relationship. He said, we played for Tom. We worked for Bill. And I think that when you look at the power of 
uh, as it relates to the quarterback position, yeah, he's the greatest ever. But when you have that guy that can galvanize the entire locker room and yes. elevate the play of the people around him, you get you get what you're looking for in that position, and that's what a franchise quarterback's all about. All right, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. We're going to get to all your calls. We're going to stick with this next. Mully and Hall on the score. I did think Justin got better. I think he can lead this team. Um, but at the same time, there's a unique situation where I have to look and our staff has to look at everything. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. That is uh, that is the general manager, Ryan Poles, and it's a... Um, it's a big sort of caveat. Oh, we got this, and we believe in it, and everything's great. But but we got the number one overall We have a uni- unique situation. What he's saying is essentially what we have been saying all season long as it pertains to the offseason, which began in earnest yesterday. You don't have to make a decision until you have to make a decision. And really, literally, that means when you're on the clock on draft night. Sure. When – the value, you could make the argument that that's when, you, that's when teams are going to want to make a deal. That's when the Bears are going to be motivated to make a deal. I don't know how long they will take this. I don't know if he's posturing. He did a good job last year of getting maximum return for that number one overall pick. Do you really? This is a question I, I don't think he addressed. And they answered a lot yesterday. And I think the questions from the beat were great. He didn't ask this. Or he wasn't asked this. How would you feel to be the first general manager in NFL history to trade the number one overall pick two years in a row? Is that the kind of history you want to make? Well, I, I mean, how many teams have had the first overall pick? There have been right? there have been several, but I they know, they've but always they've always managed to tried to pick a, a quarterback pick. or they've made the yeah. picks. If you're trading out of that position, essentially, it's like this seat might be too hot. I, I got to tell you, it is a, it is a unique situation, and we'll we'll learn a lot more about it. And boy, they were pleased with a lot of uh, of the things that happened. They they, I mean, I hate to keep saying it, but nobody nobody sells losing like the Bears. It's, I mean, whatever you do, don't buy any uh, bridges or land from them. You know what I'm saying? If they decide to sell the land they now own. In Arlington Heights, I would not line up <laughs> because they will make you believe that it is the greatest deal ever. Big Hood is listening on the Odyssey app. Hey, Big Hood. Hey, good. Hey, good morning, fellas. I got a question for you. You get rid of Fields, right? Mm-hmm. You draft Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams refuses and pulls a Philip Rivers or Elway or Eli Manning. What would you do now? Well, I, uh, I think they would know that, and yeah. I think that would I would I think they would probably uh, trade the pick, do something else. That's part of the pre-draft process he's re- uh, referring to. Yes, that's part of the information, the vetting process that you'll find that out if that's true or if that's just something that yes. is a fabrication. If Caleb Williams doesn't want you, then the Bears are not going to take him. That's basically what you can apply from what he was saying. I think that if a human that being. is. If that's the case, I think then that would be a really bad read by Caleb Williams, but he's entitled to that. I don't 
think we have any evidence that suggests that is going to be the case. Dave wants to sit here the other day, and he's, he repeated something he said before. The process, the pre-draft process for Caleb Williams, once he gets an agent, once he starts preparing himself, Dave predicts that he'll be clean by the draft in terms of all these questions will be answered, and he will be somebody that projects more uh, of a positive, makes a positive impression rather than one that creates concerns about whether or not he can hack it in Chicago. Let's try John. John's in Joliet. Hey, John. Good morning, guys. You know, instead of the Chicago Bears fight song, they should just play Aerosmith's same old song and dance because that's what we get every year, guys. I, You know, I don't understand why it just can't be a clean slate. Why do we have to have the good old boy network that, oh, he brings me coffee, so I'm going to keep him, but I'm going to let this guy go. It's just, you know, like that caller Mike said, don't don't give us smoke and mirrors. We see right through that stuff. We know BS when we hear it because they think they're actually saying something that we've never heard before, but we know it's all BS. And to Mitch Rosen, you better send Molly and Hall to London. Because we want them out there. Bear down, baby. <laughs> wow. That, I mean, it's going to be a hard call to get Mitch to agree to that. But uh, <laughs> Thanks, John. Appreciate the phone call. I think that maybe uh, he'd be reluctant to send us to London. But, I mean, listen, we both have a lot of connections overseas. I think it would be a delight to spend two weeks covering the Bears. That's what um, I did last time. I think yeah. it was a two-week trip. They, I think I saw them play the Raiders over there. Mm-hmm. Was that the game when Kyle Long, that was his last game as a Bear, I believe, whatever year that was. Yep. Uh, they've been over there a couple of times. Yes. It's, or maybe, no, I was, it, was, it may be an earlier one, but whatever. They're, football in London is a novelty, and cool. it's, it's a cool event to go to, and the Bears are, are going to have a lot of fan support in London. If a man is bored of London, he's bored of life. Yeah, I get that. That That is not an original thought. Right. It's been said before. But nonetheless. I prefer Scotland to England, just for the uh, record, but I do enjoy visiting London. Uh, I've seen London. I've seen France. <laughs> I see Dave. Hey. Hey. Back off with your childhood rhymes. I, I got to be honest with you. I um, If I were a Bears fan and I had an opportunity to go see the team in London, uh, I have been to London many times. When I was a younger man, I went there, I think, it was like eight or nine times in a single calendar year. Um, and, and, like, you can fly over there and you can take a train to France for a couple days, right? Go to Paris. Unbelievable. You can fly over there and you can shoot over Ryanair to Dublin. is unbelievable makings of a great weekend you can head up to i've i've gone to glasgow i've gone to uh to uh different places in scotland and i have gone all over the country i have relatives in the north of england my brother now lives in the new yorkshire dales i i think it's an extraordinary trip to take i've been to holland a couple times while going over there been to amsterdam um I just think you owe it to yourself if you are a Bears fan and you got a reason to go to London to 
try to hit a couple of capitals and have a, have a laugh. It is an extraordinary trip. Do it. Do I it. would highly recommend it. Right. And I'm wondering, if you have a season home tickets, do you get tickets to the game? How do, Is it a separate thing? I don't know. We, it's called George McCaskey. Maybe he can come on and explain it. He's and George was the manager. old ticket man. Yeah. Yeah, he'd know. All right. We uh, well, and George is going to be upset because he wanted all the home games for the fans, didn't he? Didn't he vote against the expansion? Only owner that did. All right. We uh, we're going to keep it going. I know a lot of people want to check in, and we're going to get to your phone calls next. It's Mully and Hall on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.